thought we was playing? Y'all thought this was for play play, huh? Nah, 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 this is serious business. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, all believers, they're spitting truth up in the stew. Okay. Each with different flavors, you can savor, you can chew. Talking life, love, and Christ, just to name a few. Grab a seat at the table, we got a bowl that's just for you. Okay. Trey, stay whipping up the work in the kitchen. And Whit, we can't keep up with the heat that she be dishing and height. He had the sight, he was blessed with the vision. And me, I'm in the back, I'll be handling the dishes. I hope you don't mind if I speed it up. Okay. Stay at the beat as I beat it up. Serving it cold, you can heat it up. The food is good, you should eat it up. Thank the Lord. For redeeming us, for the four of us teaming up. Lifestyle was dirty, he cleaned it up. Gave us the voice that we speaking up. Ah, told y'all, and that's light work. That's I had to I had to contain him from giving y'all more. That's light work. Stay tuned. Chris is in his own music video right now. You're singing the whole wrong lyrics, bro. It's all good, though. I'm not. I'm singing. I was on point. Is that the pull? Is that the RB? The RB pull down. Get it. Yeah, yeah. And then get a point. You gotta bring him back. Then you gotta rain it in. You gotta rain it in a little bit. And hold on. Fight the sky. Then you gotta splash the puddle. I really want to get to this spin part. I wish people could see it. I appreciate that, Tyrese. That, that was a throwback. It really was, though. Was. Back in, I call that the, the pre-emotional Tyrese. I'm 16 years late. This, <laughs> look, I'm 16 years late, but this is my sorry for 2004. <laughs> this is my sorry for 2004. Oh, man. Like, uh, what did he do that year? Like, what, like, something what did you do terrible. That he had to do a lot. It was a lot going on that year. All 365 days. Yeah. yeah. He, so saw, you, he, he, he apologized for every month. <laughs> My man dropped the ball every month. He, he, he dropped in December of 20, 2003. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be proactive with this apology. Or maybe she told him, I'm tired of hearing all, all these apologies. So she, he just saved them. Maybe he just saved them all to, to I'm going to hit you. This is the year of apologies. <laughs> for everything for I did. For last year. Or maybe he only always apologized. So he was like, I'll say sorry this time. <laughs> I'm a, ah, sorry. Ah, I use another word. Appreciate that, Ruben. Uh Big Rube. He gonna text him later. Big Rube. Yeah, that's what I call him. I shouted you out in the episode, Rube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Repost us. Anyway, welcome back, people. This is the Last Supper Podcast. Hello. What's good? What's good? Appreciate y'all well, no, tuning back in. No gang signs. No gang signs. No, please. Um, Correct. <laughs> you just, wow. Okay. As you can see, we are back as usual in full effect. I got the squad cast in. In the building, got Fred on, on the command center. Uh, Fred? FK Studios, still still shining bright out here. Shining bright like a diamond. Appreciate you. Fred <laughs> back here renovating, back here putting shelves and different hidden compartments in the studio. <laughs> Just don't push that button. Don't right. Button. No, yeah, don't push nothing. Uh, how y'all been? How y'all been? Eh. Yeah. 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 So goes life. So goes life. How was Easter? First Easter, first quarantine Easter that I've experienced. It was, so, weird. it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. You say like you say like we've experienced a quarantine Easter. I don't know. I don't I know. You're a little older than me, so I don't know. I haven't. Mm-mm. No. No. It was it was kind of weird. You know, there was no there was no fly suits, so it kind of lost this kind of. I wore my suit in the closet. <laughs> I wore my 
clothes. I put on my Easter suit in the closet, stood around for a couple of minutes, and hung it back up. Sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to keep some type of normalcy. Uh, it nah. was it was weird watching service online. It is Easter service. That was weird. Yeah, East, cause that's the one day that that the non saints come and like show their faith. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even watch church. <laughs> Shane wanted to see the other uh, viewers. <laughs> the, the viewers. I don't never log in except Easter Christmas. <sighs> these thirty extra right. people crashing all the feeds. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did we lose you? Can y'all hear me? Nope. Yeah. Say it again. Again. Yeah, I- say, say say something. Something. Nope. You're disconnected. Oh, I don't know what button to press. Fred always gets me. Say something. something down here. Tap your mic. I hear that. I hear it. Oh, it's back on. It's here. Back, uh, oh, I got back. a ponytail holder. I lost it. Yeah, that's what's going on. I had one. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. It's not gone. It's jumping when you tap it. That's because you messing with the cord. I'm not, I'm not coming up. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to keep this live. We're going to keep this in, in the uh, recording. Try now. Let's give them some music while they wait for us. Hello. Right, well, there it is. Shrink the camera yeah. down to three. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He has been extradited. <laughs> Be very embarrassed. Yes, Do you want to share with me? I'll share my mic. Is it yeah, it's, it's working. I hear you now. That's so sweet. Yeah, it's there. Just don't touch anything. Oh, so I should I put this ponytail holder on it? Don't. Don't touch anything. Nobody move. <laughs> right. So, all right. All right there. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry about that. Technical difficulty. Um... Yeah, we were talking about Easter. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I was, I wasn't, I was kind of over it this year, you know, just because we, I'm there all the time, so, I, like, wit, I didn't feel really the need to truly tune, tune in like that, but um, I'm glad they still did it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad dead. they still did I'm it. I, I, I was heavily invested. <laughs> I, I hope this. I hope the people that that show up for Easter was able to tune in. You said I'm glad they still did. <laughs> I had to. Um, I had to write an Easter play. Or, <gasps> can I? No, you can't. Can you please? No, no you can't. No, do can't. It. Okay. Can't. Yeah, damn, um, sorry. So, how, did, how did the guy with the lines? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's what I was talking about. We oh, can't. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Easter play. It was a. Uh, <laughs> well, now we have I to. Didn't get the no, we like can't. <laughs> we can't. We I can't. We really I can't. can't. I really can't. Okay. But um, Easter it went good. Like it was a great premise. Basically, what we did was we acted out like it was a, a court. Um, and like God was the judge, <laughs> Jesus was the uh, the yeah. defense attorney. <laughs> I'm like this way, and but Sa- I'm like this. Gotta stop. And Satan was the. You gotta uh, stop talking about. Chill. This is out there, God. Y'all just laughing. Stop. So what's everybody's apology language? <laughs> we are we are sorry. This is my sorry for 2020. <laughs> this is, this is now we have to give the people some type of context. We so get that, to a million subscribers, we'll tell y'all the inside joke. <laughs> inside joke. Tell your friends. Tell your we friends. Can't, we can't. We can't do it now. But no, Rail wrote a, a very beautiful Easter play where, um, like you said, they were in a courtroom. Continue. Yeah, we went. We went in a courtroom and uh, I played Satan. I knew nobody else wanted to play that. There were only uh, there were only a few guys there and. The uh, roles were limited. Nobody has that range. Nobody, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like I can go there. <laughs> I was like, I had to bring it in. I played Satan. So uh, my much. pastor, he was God, the judge, of course. and the defense attorney was. Uh, How humble of him! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
You should have heard it too. I'm like, God. Wait, wait a minute. This Thus is a, said me. This is a play. Um, Jesus was the defense attorney. There were three people who, uh, I, you know, I pretty much questioned them and asked them to share things about their own personal lives that they've dealt with, and that uh, you know, sins that they've committed that Christ would actually die for. Things that were struggles for them. One of them said uh, they were a crackhead. One of them said that they were an alcoholic. One of them said that they had actually uh, attempted to murder someone. Mm. Well, more than one person actually and so um it was a really great um really great premise in which they you know i was asking questions like you know is it true that you did this true that you did that and they disagreed and i was like i'm done with this witness oh and yeah. then jesus Condemning. Was, yeah I was, I, and you know and it was so funny because i said uh i was calling them by their sin first i called the crackhead i was like i'm gonna call the alcoholics to stand second and jesus said i was like i want to object and god was like on what grounds like um, her name is allison you know can you mm. please can you please call my uh, my client by her name I said I only recognize her by her sin and he was like well I only recognize her by her name mm -hmm. and so to kind of get an impact like God sees our sees our name he sees us he doesn't see yeah. the sin and then after that uh, it was some pretty good moments and then after everything was said and done all the uh, testimonies God said you know I found all three of y'all guilty and Jesus was like you know can I object again and he was like yeah of course and he was like uh, I'm gonna take the blame for him like don't don't punish them punish me and uh, God was like, do you, are you sure you want to take the blame for this wretched bunch? You know, they kill, they steal, they cheat. They've attempted to kill my people. They're a wretched bunch. And Jesus was like, that's why I was created. Wow. Mm. Like, I want to do it. You know, like, that's beautiful. let me do it. He's like, you know, he, and Jesus was like, uh, everything you said about them is true. But with me and them, um, they can be something totally different. I can redeem them. I can save them. I can make them different. And God was like, fine. I find you guilty. Mm. And he took the punishment, and they went free. But yeah, it was it was a pretty good play. Wow, man. that sounds very impactful. Yeah. Is this your debut? This was my sounds debut. Like you got an on the way. Yeah, you know, come on, Tyler Perry. You know, the, the Screen Actors Guild reached out. You know, <laughs> we'll see my boy on Broadway. They're going really? to they adopt it. Like enter Jesus. Cue <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Cute right, Jesus in three, two, one. Mm. <laughs> I'm done. Bro, Jesus, Jesus. Can we get Black Jesus, please? Yeah, please. Where's please. the other Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> can we get the Black Jesus? <laughs> oh, man. Well, just joking, Jesus is multiracial. Mm. Ah. So, anyway. No. Hey, speak your truth. Speak your truth. I mean, hey, I'm Puerto Rican. Can, can I speak my truth? Or speak not? it. Speak your truth. Speak <laughs> it. Uh, I had a, um, a much less spiritual weekend. I had to get some people together, that golden chick. Real, real talk. Some children. That happened to me, but it was it wasn't the children; it was the employees. I'm sorry. Wait, what? No, the, the they were employees. Chief. They were just children as well. I thought oh. you meant like I thought you meant you had a gathering at Golden Chick. I was like, what's going on? Golden you, at all times. Like, let's get the Golden Chick. Golden Chick, everybody come. Like at all places, they uh, don't have a playpen. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris was like, let me get let me get seven three pieces, please. Twenty one strips. No, no, I had to get them together because they they got the wrong one this past weekend, and I had to let oh. them know. No, real quick. Cause I could spend the whole episode talking about this story, cause they really ran me hot. <laughs> but, they, had, uh, they had you tight, huh? No, they had me super tight. Um, I ordered like fifty-four dollars worth of food this past Saturday from Golden Chick. From Golden Chick. But that food is like you get a twenty-piece for free. <laughs> <laughs> Who were you feeding the five thousand? Close, close. I was feeding about six people, six seven people. So I was like fifty-four dollars. Yeah, we got Golden Chick. Bruh, I was feeding the fam and a few, a few, few stingers. free rolls. <laughs> I'm confused. Fifty four golden chick. No, no. So the order was like it was like thirty strips, about ten wings, like four pieces of chicken. Were they dipped in gold? No, 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 none of that. So I ordered the food, 
And of course, it came in, in three fries, right? That's important. Three orders of fries. It came in this big bag, and I ain't got time to sort through all that because there's a bunch of food. So I'm like, okay, it's all here. You trusted it. I trusted it. Shouldn't have done it. Shoot to the crib, which is about 10, 10 to 15 minutes away. Pull out all the food. There's not one fry in the whole order. And I ordered three. And I spent $54. So I'm like, okay. I'm not going to overreact initially. <laughs> that better have been $50. Hold on, hold on. Chris got, Chris got anger issues. Anybody with anger issues got to calm themselves down. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I called up. So I called up. I said, hey, I just left up there. And this is, keep in mind, this is like 1030-ish at night. You know what I'm saying? So this ain't like middle of the day. I said, hey, I ordered uh, like $54 worth of food. It's supposed to come with three orders of fries. I have no fries in my order. The lady, who's the manager, allegedly, on the phone is like, no, I, we put the fries in there. I remember. We even have it on camera. She even went as far as to say they had it on footage. I said, oh, really? That's interesting because I have not one fry in this bag. And she was like, no, it was three boxes of fries we put in there. I said, no, you didn't. She said, well, if you want to come up here, we can give you an extra complimentary, like, courtesy box. But that's it. Like, that's all we can do. I said, well, that's unacceptable. So we got to fix this. She was like, why are you going to come up here? I said, yes, you, you are right. She was like, well, fine. She hung up on me. I said, oh. You know, like people start making their place. I said, nah, throw all this back in the bag. Oh my God. We literally throwing chicken strips oh in the bag. Gosh. And now me and my sister hop in the whip. Now it's like 1045. <laughs> they close at like 11. We mm, down 67. Pull up at Golden Chick. Pull up to the window. We like, hey, um, we just called up here. Uh, first of all, I had the bag full of food. I said, I want you to, uh, I want to understand how you can fit three boxes of fries into this bag <laughs> full of fr full full of food right now. Oh my gosh! They were like, oh, uh, I don't know. I said, oh yeah, that's fine. She said, well, you know, we can make you your fries. I said, oh no, 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 because now my chicken's cold. Because now it's been fifteen <laughs> oh, minutes since, since I had to come back out here. This so I need guy. you to repack. I need you to remake this whole <laughs> order of thirty strips, wings, chicken. Plus my three fries, plus my complimentary box for coming up here. And, uh, yeah, just just do that. And as, as a matter of fact, have your manager come to the window. The They're, one that checked the footage. Exactly. I, exactly. I need to talk too. to her. Because I want to see the footage. Exactly. I wanted to do all that. They were like, okay. So they, they take the bag. And I hear them. I can tell they all in high school. They talk, uh-uh. He bought all this food. I mean, he threw it in the bag. We ain't got time to do all this. And me and my sister in the car are like, oh, all right. All right. So then they come back to the window. And then she's like, um, well, we can't remake all this food, so um, it's too late. I said, okay, that's fine. I don't even trust it at this point. Just give me your refund. Give me my money back. They close the window, open the window again. Uh, well, we already closed the register, so I can't get a refund. I said, well, something got to happen here. You have to give me something. And I was like, well, let me speak to the manager. Oh, the manager gone for the day. I was like, manager gone for the day? I just talked to her on the phone. Yeah, yeah, she gone, she gone. And then they like closed the window again. Somebody come out take, taking the trash out. I'm just like, is the manager there? He's like, yeah. Oh, like, okay, okay, bad, bad. So he go back in. Uh, they open the window again. They're like, okay, we're going to remake the order. Can you just pull up a little further so we can bring it out to you? I was like, yeah, I need to speak to your manager. She's like, okay, okay, I'm going to go get her. Never got the manager. Make us pull up. So Alex is in the front seat, my little sister. She hot now. So she like, it's time. To, it's review leaving time. We not, we're not a review leaving family. Just a little insight. Alex is, is, is a thug. She's a thug. She a thug. <laughs> <laughs> we're not a review leaving family, but uh, we, were, we were convicted. Y'all yelped Saturday. it up. Yeah, we, we yelped it. We, uh, whatever other website you can leave reviews on. We call it the corporate office. We You know how they have the, the website at wow. the bottom where you can leave a corporate review? <laughs> All right, Karen. Yeah, yeah. We, we, Y'all went in. Y'all Karen did. Yeah, because it was just, here's my thing. If you work in food, any type of service industry, whether it's food, wherever you're selling, if you can't talk to people respectfully or deal with people respectfully, just quit. Just don't do it. Because that's the only thing I have to judge you on. Like, how do I feel after I interact with you? 
And I personally wanted to take off my belt in the drive-thru and go behind there. Because they were all like 16, 17. It's just bad attitude. So, yeah, they still ain't call me back about my review. But that was my Saturday night. I'm waiting on that. Did you leave your number for them? I did. I left my number. Oh, I left my bummed. email. They said That's they were going to contact me. He went and got a pager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> left a pager number. Page me. So, yeah, go to Chick and um, DeSoto do better. Oh, is this the one in DeSoto? Oh, yeah. Is this the one in DeSoto, Cocker Hill? Oh, yes. I have a story about them. We can't talk about them anymore. Oh, I have a story about them. We're going to do a Golden Chick episode. But, yeah, that was my weekend. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Exciting news. We picked up the Philippines. Hey, shout out to the Philippines. New listeners, thank you for tuning in. We uh, keep expanding to new new areas, new continents and countries. So, I appreciate every listener (coughs) we get. Um, then we have somebody review uh, page that you wanted to give a shout out to. Yeah, um, I believe her name is Stephanie. She she left a comment saying, eh, eh, "But go ahead, keep going." Okay. It was. Oh, different. you're right. Your sister. Yeah. Not even my sister, but hey, give her a shout out too. Shout out to Jen. Love you, sis. Jen. He's not. Your, no, your cousin. Who, who, how she relates to you? Put a beat on. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh hell! Thank you, Cassidy. The 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 lyric the, the lyric, hustle the hustler. Cassidy, the spitter, uh, one of the most lyrically gifted battle rappers. Rappers, period. Rappers, period, to ever bless the mic. Appreciate you uh, supporting. And everybody else I just shouted out to. Is that the one that does the... You're like the wrap-up at the end of every year? No. Someone else does that. Somebody else does that. Who used to do that? I can't remember his name. But shout-out to Cassidy, man. Yeah, appreciate you, Been a fan forever. Put a beat on. (laughs) So uh, today we're talking about apologies. And reconciliation and the night the, the title of the episode is simply called my bad because we explored <laughs> is it <laughs> I guess that's what it is now yep my we, fault if it wasn't my bad <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> so uh, uh we're talking about how we personally feel about um apologies reconciliation things that we may struggle of um Forgiving, uh, struggle accepting, apologizing for. How do we view reconciliation? Where, how should it start? Um, touching on what it means, the spiritual ramifications of it. What does the Bible say about forgiveness? And then just, um, yeah, how how it affects and how we how it should look, how it looks in our lives. So, uh, I wanted to start by understanding, kind of everybody's personal take on when you're offended or somebody does something to slight you. Um, is forgiveness something that you struggle with in your life or struggle with historically <clears throat> when, when people have wronged you? Everybody looked at me. Yeah. Um, you. I'll go first. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, I would say in my past, definitely, it was definitely a huge struggle for me. Um, I walked around with a chip on my shoulder. Like, you know, growing up how I did, I felt like people owed me something. And there was a lot of pride that I dealt with. And, um, so yeah, it was very, very hard for me to forgive people. Um, nowadays, a question I often ask myself if I feel wrong or slight or anything like that, I'm like, who am I not to be wrong? Mm-hmm. Who am I not to be slighted? Who am I not to be disrespected? Who am I not to be talked to recklessly? And so nowadays, it's a lot easier for me to forgive because I'm like, there's a lot of people out there who haven't forgiven me for things that I've done and I would want that forgiveness from them. So mm-hmm. like when people wrong me and things like that, I'm like, I know I've done some terrible things. So I offer it because I know where I've been. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. It's not always easy. It's not always, and I'll say that it's not always instant either. It may be a day 
Like back in the day, I used to be able to hold, man, I used to hold grudges like babies. <laughs> like safe and secure, like, hey, you with me. I'm not letting like, that I'm thing not, go. I'm not letting you go. You, know, <laughs> you with me forever. But now it's like, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? I value friendships and relationships and uh, <clears throat> and people. And sometimes people just need that forgiveness because, hey, we all mess up. We all fall short. So just give it. Yeah. I would, I would trick, I'm not trick, I would fool myself into thinking I'd forgiven people. I'd give like fake forgiveness. And it wouldn't, I wouldn't catch on to it until like later on when that person comes back up or I see, see them and I get triggered mm -hmm. and either my, my words reflect that I really have forgiven them or, your or my attitude or my actions or just even my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like I'll say, yeah, I forgive them. I'm over it. It's whatever moved on. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm very subliminally plotting on like how to even my get back at you isn't even like a direct like oh I got you back it's just kind of like it makes me feel better even if it's like irrelevant to you because I'll feel good about it and so it's not like an active or aggressive unforgiving spirit where it's like I'm trying to get even with you yeah. but I do I do want to kind of dump on you somehow and figure out how to do that while also maintaining the image of oh yeah like we're good like I forgive you and that is for me, something I've had to work through and truly let go because all it does is hurt yourself, honestly. True. You you spend a lot of time, mental time and energy plotting and thinking on how you can make this person realize the mistake they made, make them feel bad, or just show that you're better than whatever they thought you were. You know, whether they sold you short, you know, or just didn't make you feel like the person that you know you are. How can I show them? Like, yeah. that's not an aggressive, oh, I'm going to hurt them to get them back. But I think the sentiments are a lot similar and the emotions behind it are, are very similar. So it's a very um, it's a very tricky and subliminal trick, that I think, that the, that the enemy plays in my mind sometimes when it comes to my personal forgiveness of people. Whit? I got that cutoff spirit bad. <laughs> I'm going to just say, I got it We bad. got this in the purse. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I don't struggle with forgiveness. Um, that's really never been, because I'm big on relationship. Mm -hmm. um, so I just feel like forgiveness kind of comes as a part of relationship. But there are certain things that happen um, that it ain't no coming back from. There's things that you can't unsee, can't unhear, can't unexperience. Um, I feel like there are things that a person can do that can reveal their character to you. And mm -hmm. you can't some things there's no working back from mm -hmm. and so I, I I'm big on that um I'm it, it's tough because it's, it kind of depends on what you're asking about like I feel like in terms of like small things like things that you just pick up like disagreements with family or friends like you just gotta gotta like pick it up and keep it rolling um mm -hmm. so I don't struggle with forgiveness there but if it's something where like we can't like the relationship is done after that like I don't struggle with forgiveness but I also don't struggle with letting like letting somebody go mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't struggle with attachment at all like, I, I mean, I know that sounds bad, but I like. It doesn't sound. It sounds, it sounds honest. honest. It's, it's, it's sounds honest. honest. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Um, I mean, I do find myself apologizing with something that I have to learn. Um, kind of for the same reason you said, I kind of grew up with um, a lot of pride. I feel like I had to learn how to apologize, partially because I don't feel like I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to, but I, I'm really careful about the things that I say, or yeah. even like as I interact with people. Um, I grew up hard though, so like my dad is very like, 
Sugarcoat what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he don't know sugarcoat how. Sugarcoat who? Oh, you but like listen, sugar? I don't even like <laughs> he, he diabetic, okay? He was really in real life. But he don't know. He can't do this My shit. Goodness. That's a fault. Stolen. That's my fault. Stop it. We're going to get a feature on the album. Listen, <laughs> I made it for the album, with y'all. The um, but yeah, so, but he's very, so I do find myself having to apologize for like a lot of times, like my tone when I said something or maybe like, um, I didn't mean to say it in that way. Um, especially when I, yeah, the delivery, mm -hmm. especially when I start running hot cause I'm hot headed. So <laughs> what? cause I do, I'm hot headed. I'm big. I would have never. Because it takes me a lot. I'm being, I don't real, get relax, that. Chris. I know I'm being excited. <laughs> 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 relax. relax. Listen, this is what I got, baby. But I, um, I don't know. I'm not like hot headed in like, Run up in the go to chick window, but I am high headed. Like, like I'm about to knock on the door. I ain't gonna lie, I was about to throw some chicken strips that day. <laughs> I probably oh, went in through the, through the window. Boy was coming in with the trash can. Oh, she is, and I'm gonna follow you. No, I'm no, come in with you. You know what? I'm gonna just have to go ahead and do it. So, but, <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I'm the first to say that. Like I, I start to run high. Self awareness then, is key. Yeah, but I'm also not big on people saying things um, and then be like, I said it when I was mad because I don't do that either. I'd be like, listen, mm. you should always be able to. So yeah. I don't know, but I, I know that I. Trey said earlier before we started recording that, you know, people have different capacities for grace. So yeah. I just. I think I can appreciate your approach as being real over fake. Like, yeah. I think that's, for better or worse, that's always best. Even and if even if you being real isn't necessarily the right thing to be at that time. If you don't feel, if you don't forgive somebody, it's best for you to at least let them, let it show like, oh, there's there's friction here. But no, but I'm good with forgiveness. Uh -huh. I just don't have to reconcile. You or know what I'm saying? Like a lot yeah. of people feel like because I forgave you, then we have to repair the relationship. Or we have, with me, once it once it's torn to a certain point, we don't got to worry about repairing. It just, mm -hmm. it was good. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like we, we did that thing. It was a good relationship. Appreciate <laughs> it you. It was good while it lasted. Listen, because there's certain things you just can't bounce back from. There's I certain agree. Things. Like we, I, I was having agree. a conversation um, with one of my friends about like uh, cheating, right? Like, do you is do you get like a free pass on cheating in relationships or like what happens Sit with up that? On this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I said I was like, listen, if you want to give a free pass, give a free pass. But for me, after that breach of trust, I don't even see you the same. I don't mm. respect you the same. So yeah. there's not even really a point in us continuing the relationship in the way that it was. Now, yeah, can we not yeah. be friends or can we not, you know what I mean? Like see each other at Bible study and still, hey, how you doing? <coughs> Absolutely, but. Yeah, I don't. Be, it won't be the same. Rarely That's do I real. feel a, the reconciliation spirit. <laughs> just because if it happens, if you fall out that bad, typically it was like a big thing. Right, mm -hmm. right. So, but that's yeah. that's just me. That ain't. I mean, yeah, I, I I would agree with everybody. What everybody said. Um, I think forgiveness is something that, you know, within reason. You know, I I don't really struggle with like. Mm -hmm. I I look at uh. Um, what was the case? Botham John, how his, his little brother got out there and did that. Yeah. And I, and I think that's beautiful, but I can't tell you that I would do the same thing in the face of, of, of old girl. I'm going to say nine times out of, nine out of ten people wouldn't. Because because that's that's a very extreme case. Now, like, you know what I'm saying? you For the most part, like, a lot of stuff don't get to me. I was raised, like, never let anybody else's actions take you outside of your own character. True. So, like, a lot of stuff you do, like, that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Um I, I I ain't gonna fight unless you put your hands on me. Um, I you cuss me out and be like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's cool, uh -huh. I got you. But like you know, so forgiveness hasn't been like a big issue. Um, I think sometimes I did get caught up in the fact that like, oh, I'm gonna forgive you. I'm gonna forgive you as almost out of like legalism, just to say like I did it. Okay. Um, and then I had to work through like, okay, did you really forgive him? True. 
Yeah, that's like, what I struggle with. Yeah. Does somebody, if somebody brings up their name, does it make your blood boil? Do you go Harry Potter when they say Voldemort and your head starts to hurt? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I was at a point where, where that was the case, but I had to really work through, like, forgiveness is not connected to another person. Forgiveness is me reconciling my heart with the Lord mm-hmm. and saying, like, okay, God, like, this person's actions or words put me in a disposition that is not pleasing to you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to hold um, – malice or hate or, or, or you know any negative feeling towards anybody in my heart because like the Bible is very clear about like your heart should not be hateful towards your brother no mm-hmm. um, so like I, I, I had to learn like that forgiveness um, whether even with myself sometimes I had to, I had to start it has to start with the Lord uh, because once I got there it was like okay I for, I've forgiven this person and so there's nothing they can do that's going to change the disposition of my heart towards them like you cannot, you can you cannot apologize. You can do it over and over again. I'm I'm gonna forgive you now. That is where like what we talked about. Like the reconciliation <clears throat> can look different from situation to situation. Like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think like you have to for, you have to be back in close proximity relationship with somebody for the forgiveness to be quote unquote real. Um, I do think there's wisdom in understanding. Hey, like we're good, but we're gonna be good at a distance mm. um, and that's why I say like it's important that when that your heart is right because you can be at a distance and not be good I have friends who still are struggling like when a certain name is brought up or a certain organization is brought up like they are hot and, yeah. I'm, and, 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 and like I'm like okay like you gotta you gotta you gotta deal with that mm-hmm. you gotta deal with that because it's only hurting you it's only hurting you and furthermore like how can like we as Christians work properly if if in our hearts we're not right with each other? Like if in my heart I hate you, how can we function properly? Not saying like you got to be buddy buddy, mm-hmm. but like if my heart is holding malice against another part of the body, how can we work in unity? True. I, I think a lot of times with uh, <clears throat> excuse me with forgiveness, what happens is there's, there um, normally there's a distrust that grows uh, between yeah. the two people. Ooh. And so when that distrust comes, it causes you to not even be able to socially interact with that person the way that you probably even desire to. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've had situations in my life where I've dealt with things and I forgave someone in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in my heart, I'm like, have I really forgiven them? Because every time we talk and communicate, I'm aware of how I talk to them. Mm-hmm. It's not in a mean or disrespectful way, but it's not inviting either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not more, a distance. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's a safe it's, distance between us. Yeah, the that's distrust, good. the that's distrust good. creates that's distance. Good. That's and good. so, um, when you have that distrust, it's like, how do I even communicate with you? And then when you talk, and they're like, hey, you're not even, hey, you're not even saying anything. I really have nothing to say. Yeah. Because it's like if I, because what, what happens is, especially in some situations, let's say you forgive, 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 and then you five give, five give. You just <laughs> five give. You know, you take it to a whole nother level, and then it's like, man, every time I forgive, every time I forgive this person, they hurt me. Yeah. You know, whether it be in something they say, something they that. do, the way yeah. they treat you, um, whether it be the way they maybe they negatively talk about you, it could be a, a plethora of things. And so when it happens, it's like every time I see this person now, there's. All I see is the things you've done to me. Mm-hmm. I no longer see you as a person. I no longer see you as someone that's asked me for forgiveness or apologize or whatever the situation is. And so that's when I have to do a hard check. Like, man, I haven't really forgiven them. Mm-hmm. And that's when I have to, because right. I feel like if you forgive somebody, you can't treat them the, like they did what they did to you yesterday. Right. right. You know, that's, that, that, mm. that has to be different. That's tough. And, and that's it's, real. it's very, very tough. 
it's a hard thing to it's not hard to grasp but it's hard to execute mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's, it's a concept like hey if you forgive somebody then you treat them like they ain't did it to you that's just real that's how that's how jesus does us he forgives us he doesn't treat us like we did it to him the bible says he throw, he throws away he forgets our sins right god forgets our sins so if we're to be christ-like we have to be like christ and being like him we're supposed to forget it mm -hmm. and that's hard because he has a sea of forgiveness we. I don't know though. I I wonder what personal responsibility you have to not allow yourself to be abused repeatedly oh, no, in no, situations just... like that. Because like I think, um, I think God for sure. I agree completely on the forgiveness aspect of it. Um, but I think the Bible also in a lot of the books of wisdom tell us like, listen, if a person is a snake, they a snake. If you decide yeah. to walk in forgiveness and reconcile repeatedly with the snake, at the certain what. Um, J. Cole said it best. Fool me one time, shame, shame on you. you. Fool, me. Fool me twice, can't fool put the blame. At the, at the second time, you can't put the blame on somebody else. Shame they showed you who they were. See what he said for George Bush in that song, that, too. And y'all I mean, know what happened in number oh, three. Fool me. Fool can't get fooled again. Let's just say after two days. With forgiveness and with reconciliation, they're completely different. Yeah. Forgiveness is... You forgive someone in your mind and in your heart, and you no longer count that thing against them. Mm -hmm. It's no longer something that you um, that creates an obstacle between you two. Right. But with reconciliation, it means that you are able to. And I looked it up on my way over here because I like words. Um, restoration literally means to. I'm sorry. Reconciliation means to restore friendly interactions and um, what was the word? Um, relations. Yep. Mm -hmm. It means to. It means to restore friendly relations with someone. Mm -hmm. So if you can't go back to friendly. Um, relations with someone, you can still forgive them. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. say you, if a, if a woman's been in a relationship with a man and all he does is beat her. Mm -hmm. That's all he does. He just beat her all the time. And then she's like, you know what? I'm over this and I leave. And then when she leaves, she can forgive him. She can, you know, say, you know what, Lord, help me forgive him for all the things he's done. It may not be ex extremely safe to reconcile that relationship no. and get back in it so that he can be, so he can start beating her again. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not to say that someone that beats someone because there's people out there that you may have beat somebody. It's not to say that someone out there that has beat someone can't change yeah. or can't grow. But maybe if that young lady doesn't want to get back into that situation, or maybe if a man doesn't want to get back in that type of situation, shout out to Johnny Depp, then um, there's something that they can avoid. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have yeah. to restore. So forgiveness and reconciliation are totally different. Yeah. Totally yeah. different. I agree. I just think like this is just important to let people know that yeah. those are different things. Absolutely. I think it's not even from a relationship standpoint, but even from a friend standpoint. Yeah. Like if you have a friend who every time y'all get into a disagreement, you know, she fly off the handle and just start saying stuff she ain't mean and then she apologizes for it and you're like, you know, oh, that's, that's just me. That's just, just how I get. Like, that's just how I am. That's just how I am. That you obligated to like, well, the Bible says as a Christian, I got to keep reconciling, hey, you know, hey. forgiving this friend and like, no, that's not because the Bible says if you hang around people that keep being given to their own anger, you will become like that. Right. So it yeah. says cut, cut, her, cut her off. To even build on that, um, uh, we were, we listened to a, um, I guess you call him a psychologist. Um, he was speaking more to romantic relationships, but I think it still rings true in relationships in general. <clears throat> and he kind of broke it down clinically. And it was interesting to hear. He said that in a relationship, you need essentially 10 positive interactions for every one negative interaction to keep mm -hmm. like a very healthy and positive outlook. And if you're dealing with somebody that you have to constantly forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive, mm -hmm. it's like mentally and psych psychologically, you can't you can't reconcile that. Yeah. You can't you you can say you you do, you can go through the actions and emotions of reconciliation, but your outlook, your perspective, your security within that relationship is is tarnished because you don't even have the necessary <clears throat> whatever you want to call it, the stockpile of, of good memories to to kind of counteract 
whatever you having to forgive. So. Let me, I'm going to interject because what you're saying, I understand exactly what you're saying, but I just want to say that with God, God can do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we all know of relationships that have fallen and <clears throat> failed because of whatever. Mm-hmm. And God has been able, I'm, there are pastors that talk about it and say, you know, they were able to come back together within their relationships and things like that. So if it's God's will, he can do anything. Right. So I said, don't count God out, but most of the time. Absolutely. <clears throat> That's a good caveat. A lot of those things do not. But. They that, aren't repairable a lot of times unless God is heavily involved. And I'm glad you had that caveat because that's a good one. But in, that's, in those situations, I'm going to say, like you said, God is the one that brings, pulls those strings back together. And you know, you shouldn't ahead, be extending. No, you good. I'm almost, almost, I was almost done, but I was going to say you shouldn't be overextending yourself. And I know it's tempting because I don't know if y'all have ever experienced this, but um, have you ever been in a situation where you want to reconcile with somebody, but you know you can't mm-hmm. or you know it's probably not what's best for you? So it's like you're almost going against your own desire and nature in that mm-hmm. sense of I want to be close to this person. I want to have that. I want to restore that relationship that we had. But wisdom tells me I just need to forgive and move. I think it's I think it was I think it's dope that y'all were separating forgiveness and reconciliation, because when I think about it biblically, like those two are different. Mm-hmm. Um Forgiveness is something that um, is tied to like, and to just the way the way I see it, like forgiveness is like in direct relation to like an action, your sin, mm-hmm. right? But reconciliation is literally the whole point of what God was doing for us yeah, ever the, since, yeah. like He broke, you know, what I'm saying ever since like that break that happened the in the garden, like, um, and I put it up is Second Corinthians eighteen and nineteen. Where um, it says, uh, "All this is from God, who reconciled, who reconciled us to Himself." You had it up already. Yeah. yeah. Look at y'all on the same accord. All this is from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to Himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and He was committed to us, and He has committed to us. Excuse me, the message of reconciliation. So all that means is that like you said reconciling points back to bringing back that closeness mm-hmm. right and so like if we are in the body it is first our it, it, first we must be reconciled back to God being saved mm-hmm. but then two we also have to go back and go forth and preach that message of reconciliation and God bringing us back to himself mm-hmm. so I think that was very important that we that we distincted the two because you can forgive somebody. Everybody's sins have been forgiven. Not everybody will be reconciled back to Christ. That's, that's a good way to put it, because he's forgiven everybody. Yes. He has truly forgiven everybody, but everybody ain't going to make it on the boat. Everybody will not be reconciled back to God, and that's tough. I think another, I'm sorry, just no, one more thing ahead. in regards to uh, reconciliation. Um, I, I saw a sermon on this uh, last year by uh, Dr. Charles Stanley, who's amazing. Pastor. Goat, shout out. Yeah. Um, he did a sermon, he brought up uh, reconciliation. And he made mention of um, when you're looking to restore relationships, the person who did the wronging isn't the one who restores and reconciles. The one who was wronged, the one who was hurt. Because if you look at, like it says, the Bible says that God gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. He had to do it first. He had to reconcile us by sending his son to die for us. That's that's tough. And so it's like if he had to start it off, there was nothing that we could do to be reconciled to God. He had to offer reconciliation. So to what us. you're saying is the offendee, the offendee needs to initiate the reconciliation to the offender. Yes. Because Christ is the one who initiated it with us. God is the one who. Is this only if the offendee is Jesus? 
Hmm? <laughs> I'm asking so that I understand. Like, is this, is this if the offendee is Jesus or is this like regular? Are you talking about like the I would say regular person? too. Like, I would say there's nothing wrong with a person who was the one that was offended reaching out and um, wanting to reconcile a relationship. If someone has, let's say, let's say me and you have a falling out, mm-hmm. and it's because Jarrell treated you terribly. I, I thought I, I was, you know, mean, cussed you out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can come here and apologize, and it's going to be up to you to offer that to to bring uh, to let us reconcile because I'm the one that wronged you. After you come to me and apologize, right? Okay, because I think well, I was well, hearing well, it wrong. Well, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You no, were no, hearing no. it wrong. You, you, were, you, were, exactly you were hearing it right. You were hearing it right. <laughs> even, right. If, even if I wrong you, it's up, even if I don't apologize, it can be up to you to say, "Hey, real look, this is the way this went down. I didn't appreciate it," and then. The, begin the process of reconciliation even if I hadn't apologized why would I do that if you haven't changed now so here's here, here's Ooh, what I'm saying wee. you can't I agree with him we can't now what you're saying is it may be unwise which I also agree yeah, with no I'm not disagree. I'm asking so that I understand where uh-huh. you're coming from because th- to me what it sounds like is something in the Bible says uh, somebody slap you turn the other cheek right it right. sounds like if you were the one getting slapped then you should approach the slapper with reconciliation should or could should or could. you can so what are you saying are you saying that this is just like the Christian thing to do or are you saying this, that this is what you should it, do are you was, telling people like I would say it's, it's, a, it's, it's a Christian thing to do it's yeah it's and, like, and I've said it before um, at Bible study like think about it like this Christ offers us forgiveness for our sins mm-hmm. but a lot of times when we sin and we mess up we don't even pray or ask for forgiveness because we're so ashamed mm-hmm. and he guarantees forgiveness so if he guarantees forgiveness and we don't even go to him how likely is it that someone that we've offended and wronged that doesn't guarantee forgiveness? How likely is, it, likely is it that they come to you and ask for it? That's why Christ offers it. Yeah, there's just a lot of people battling like a lot of like real life mental health oh, yeah, involved situations mm-hmm. um, that that probably don't need to go back and be the one reaching out to reconcile. No, with that's not a good. That's, that's, that's yeah. not a good. That's it's but, not for everybody. I but, say every, but every si- but every single situation isn't as elevated. To, to the point where it's dangerous for that person to reconcile. Yeah. Right. Some people just have falling outs for the dumbest of reasons. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just want to make sure we always cover the bases so that people don't ever listen to what we say and say, oh, well, they said that I got to go and I gotta reconcile go re- with this guy. So I'm not saying that you're right. wrong. I'm saying that this is like this is advice that is really good advice for some cases. Yeah, for some, for, okay. for some cases, Absolutely it's agree. very much so like can I, leave him in the dust. Where can is. I stir the pot real quick? I was going to stir it too, but you go ahead. You stir it first. Dang, I wonder who got the bigger ladle. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Trey. <laughs> you get on my nerves. <laughs> Go. I looked in your eyes. Your lady not bigger than mine. Oh, <laughs> by looking in your eyes, I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got nothing. Okay. Yeah, okay. you ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. I'm calling it. Ah, I'm all in. Okay, so so I have a friend who um and. I'm gonna be try to be very vague. I yeah. have a friend who was wronged, right, at, at, at a place of employment. Got let go, um, off of off of a lie and just an overreaction and an overreach and truly an egregious breach of his character. Mm. Okay, I mean, terrible. Try to assassinate his character, like not try, like they they did. did. And luckily, because his character is so strong, it didn't really hold up. Right, right. Um, but like he still to this day is like. I'm off them beef on site. I, 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 I because like because like initially when like it happened, I literally, I remember telling him like, "Yo, like you gotta let that go." Mm-hmm. And I remember he like he wasn't trying to hear it because he was rightfully so. He was upset like he had poured his heart into that organization for years. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so even now, like we kind of touchy, bring it up. I, and I'm and I and I get the sense he's in a way better place. But when you were talking about like not necessarily having to reconcile, like I, I, I the question popped in my mind. So what if you're in a situation? Let's just use work, right? Mm-hmm. What if you're in a situation where you work at a place, and for whatever reason, the management, um, you know what? We're gonna make it real personal. Let's say you work in a, you work in ministry. You work in a ministry where it's nonprofit or a church. And okay. and this this ministry, um, they 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 do good work and they say they love Christ, but like they like in like over and over again, there's been situations where they have wronged you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking like oh they're not paying me enough because I see folks all the time talk about oh well, they, they 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 don't value me because they don't pay me enough. Mm-hmm. You your value is not what you think it is, sweetheart. I'm sorry, but like like relax. Mm-hmm. I, I I that's a different topic. Caveat. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but um, so like like they they either they not valuing you like in the way they talk to you, treat you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know the Lord has called you to stay at that place. Okay. How do we respond in a situation where forgiveness and reconciliation is not an option, but it's the only choice? I, that that literally stems off my ladle that I was gonna stir because my question was gonna be: Is forgiveness mandatory? They had equal ladles. <laughs> equal nah. ladles. Is forgiveness mandatory? Uh-huh. 100%. Yes. Yeah, okay. I just 100%. wanted to make sure we're all Because there's people out here that may think that for, I don't have to forgive. Nah. I can say that at one point I 100%. didn't think forgiveness. I thought, that's why they say, you know, put like this. If you had asked me that and, and just asked me to answer that from my own personal opinion, I would say no. I would say forgiveness is not mandatory. That's why it's called offering an apology because I can choose to accept it or choose to tell you to keep it. And that don't even have to be like me hating you. It's just be like, no, I don't. If I, I have de- declined apologies in the past because they didn't apologize. The way for, you want it? Either the way they want it or they didn't apologize for what they actually right did. <laughs> exactly. They didn't Let's apologize. get to my question first. They didn't apologize for what they actually did or they didn't apologize in a way that was like, yeah, I, I, I can tell you're sorry. So I was like, hmm. you, you can kind of keep that. I actually saw something on apology languages. So like love language, but apology languages. So I'll read that at the end of the show. We okay. Can, we'll circle, we can circle back to your ladle. Okay. <laughs> back to Trey's ladle. Back to Trey's <laughs> But yeah, so like how, would y'all, like how would y'all move in a situation where like you have no other choice but to forgive? Well, I, again, forgiveness is not, is not an option. Uh-huh. But like we're reconciliation where like quite literally like you have to reconcile to some degree. To some, to some that, degree. Uh-huh. Not saying like y'all got to be going out to torches and getting queso and chips together every Friday, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like you have to reconcile to some degree because you have to be effective at work. Like this, like, like what, a better way to put it, what do you do where your preference to reconcile is not important because like you have, or what do you do when reconciliation is um, imperative to like where God has called you to? I think, uh, go ahead. Um, like your question, I think it got, kind of goes back to what Jarrell was saying because I think forgiveness, I think a lot of times people feel like forgiveness, and especially Christians have this bad, they want to like dictate how forgiveness should look, right? Like mm-hmm. what does it look like if you actually forgive somebody? And I think the only the only real biblically supported argument that I can see is that you still treat that person with love, right? That you still walk in love with that person, that you still, which means that you're still an adult. You still Mm -hmm. treat them kindly. All of those things should be, you should be able to treat anybody that you forgive in the same way that you would treat a coworker. True. And so to me, I think that's a, I think that's a fair level, right? Because your coworkers, 
For real, you don't. Those aren't your closest friends. You know what I'm saying? That's not people that you like are telling all of your life business to or things like that. Mm. But you, but you can be cordial. You, hey, Debbie, how you doing? You know, did you want <laughs> me to Debbie. refill? You know, Bump whatever Debbie. the case may be. She made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> relax, relax on, relax on that. That's yeah. my mama name. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll we love that, Debbie. Darlene. Yeah, um, Darlene. Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but honestly, Fix and I, I think if you if he can handle it in the way that he would handle a coworker, I think that's really the way that you, for me. That's the way that I can tell if I'm truly forgiving somebody. Mm-hmm. Is, is you can still treat them like you treat your coworkers, right? Like, hey, how you doing? I'll have a good night. Whatever. Just saying, church cordiality. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, knowing but, my petty self, I would still find a way to make you know, like, I, we're working together, but yeah. don't come over See, here. See, I, would, I, I wouldn't have to let you know because you would know very clearly. Oh, and and so, like, and that's kind of like. But as far as Bible, um, uh-huh. Proverbs 2019 says, He who goes about as a slanderer reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with the gossip. And this is one of those things where if your friend has this person that he's already proven to be somebody who will make things up that are untrue and tarnish your character with them, wisdom would just say, you probably don't want to get back in the bed with that with that person. That's what I would say. And that's and for me, that's tough because it's like. But I don't understand how that impacts the work relationship. Like, well, no, 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 no. So, so my, my because this truth is where I've, I, I've been a lot. Dang. People from my job listen to this. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, but like at my job, like there's been situations where it's like I've I found out things where it's like quite honestly, like it's not a question. Do you value me? It's oh you don't you don't. Oh. And for a while, I remember walking into work, and I remember I remember this, and I did it because I got a strong petty gene. Do you? I got a strong petty gene. Do you? See, you almost came out right I there. Almost did, bro, almost did. <laughs> so, Lord have mercy. So, Lord have mercy. I remember at one point, like it was maybe like maybe two months straight. I walked into work, did not say a word. If I didn't have to, like no jokes. Y'all know me. I love to joke. No jokes, no remarks. If it was, if I wasn't leading the meeting, if I wasn't having to speak, I said nothing. Mm-hmm. One day, my guy was like, "Hey, Trey, you trying to go to lunch?" I'm like, "No, nah, I brought my lunch." He's like, "Come on, come to lunch with me." All right. I'm fasting. I, I almost <laughs> did. I almost did play that man. I was like, I'm fasting right now, and it would have and it would have worked because it was still beginning of the year. <laughs> so, so I remember him taking me to lunch, and we hashed it out. And I told him, but I remember, I remember after leaving that lunch, I remember leaving like, I feel kind of stupid because you because you sat in it and you didn't. Well, because I allow my unwillingness to reconcile move me from where God had called me to be. And so, and so, and so, like for 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 me, like I would like I, when I started to look back on it, and it wasn't like a it wasn't like a immediate thing. It was more gradual. Mm-hmm. Like it happened over a couple of weeks. Um, but I started to realize, like, because I was so focused on like because I put so much energy into like not interacting and not trying to reconcile and mm-hmm. not trying to like you know get to a point to where you can be effective. Like I I literally was not. Operating to my fullest to to my best ability in like the role that God had carved out for me. Yeah, and so like for me, I had to realize I had to get to a point to where it was like, okay, again, you don't gotta be buddy buddy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, cause don't be fake about it, right? Nah. But what I realized is like, well, one, my quarrel with them does not supersede the calling that God has has put on me right now. Two, if I allow sin to move me from where God has called me from what God has called me to do that's no better than me being disobedient no 
the same. No, it's it the same. Is. And then the three, at what point do we? And this is kind of what I was gonna get on when you read Proverbs, because I think that's I think what you said is very very true. But at what point and how do we move through the fact that like okay, what is this person just being sinful by nature, and what is they're truly a snake, quote unquote? Because for me, I struggle. I, I sometimes like I struggle with automatically demonizing like oh you're a snake you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying because it's like well wait a minute trey like <laughs> if that's the if if that's the standard for snakiness <laughs> you got some snakey <laughs> you slithering <laughs> like, you know what i'm saying like relax bro <laughs> so it's like so it's like and, and and this is just a real question i don't have an answer for it because it's i think it's a i think it can be case by case but it also can be um it can it can also be blanketed in some areas but it's like how do i how do i move through like Oh, this is like something that's worth being cut off, mm -hmm. and this is something that like I just gotta learn to forgive because human nature. Yeah, I know I said it. <laughs> you know you did. I did. I'm sorry. You sorry. know what? This is episode eleven. I'm about to say, I, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, we did eleven episodes so far. So I, did, I, I feel like I've been doing pretty good. You have, which is why I, I just let it. I was trying to let it go. I know. I see. We're hot in the group text. Yeah. Because I didn't want to forgive, but I just. Okay, yeah, I said it. Wit. Like, it's random, but if anybody watched Harry Potter, I just when he said Slytherin. Yeah. The Harry I said Potter. because snakes slither. Yeah. That's oh what my god. Oh yeah, that's a double entendre right there. I thought oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. Two different ways. All right. Words. I'm thinking you call. Yeah, I said yeah, the yeah. N no, word. I called both of them. I didn't actually. even hear nothing you said after that because I was so like slither. She was. She had a mic so bulb on me. Oh that was a definitely gosh. fire double entendre bar you just dropped right there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I I'm mean, yeah. I'm with the Harry Potter references, sorry. Oh, it's okay, man. I saw the first two minutes. <laughs> and the lady turned into a cat and I was done. You were done. You were done. Is, is it forgive. real? I couldn't forgive the movie. If it rains, I'm watching all seven Harry Potter movies. No reconciliation. <laughs> no reconciliation. <laughs> Not at all. No. Um, so I want to shift it real quick. What about the other side of it? Because a conversation I had with somebody in my family kind of revealed something to me. And it's, and it's that that particular person has a, has a particular problem apologizing when they're <laughs> in the wrong. Right. And I think I had a bigger issue with that growing up and I kind of worked my way through it. But what I've noticed is they would almost say anything other than I was wrong. <laughs> Man. They will write a dissertation about what they Man. did and how you took it and how it came out and how maybe they could have reframed it it's without crazy. saying Everything those three life. words. You might be right. You, you might, might be right. And I may be, I may be wrong. And, you, and that might not have been warranted in this particular instance because of these particular factors. But all that being said, I still da 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 da, -da and I'm like, damn, you could have said, my bad. You, oh, you could have just kept it. If it was gathered, yeah. you had to say nothing. I am notorious. <laughs> I've recently realized that I am notorious. I, I, I still am, and I used to be really, really, really bad at it. I'm notorious for that, because when you're wrong, you try to defend your position. It's so natural. And and, and 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 a lot of times, people don't need to hear your perspective. Right, it just makes it worse. It, it, <laughs> honestly, I don't care about your perspective. I, what I need to hear right now, and it might sound childish, I just need to hear you say you're wrong. And I'm sorry. And you're. And, 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 and he, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Either one. But mm -hmm. for me, what I've realized is like, when you wrong somebody, you don't really have the right to defend it. No. You don't need to give, like, like if I give you my perspective, well, this is my perspective. That's why, I was, like, bro, like what keep you're that. doing I'll is, what you're doing <laughs> is still skating around the fact that all I, 
that you were wrong. And sometimes all I need to hear is like, you know, I was wrong. That'll give me all the explanation I need. Right. I think that um, some I, I like what you just said about skating around. I think that sometimes some people give excuses and some people provide explanations. Like yeah. there's a very distinct mm-hmm. difference because uh-huh. yeah. you can say, well, I did it because you know, I, well, I was thinking that. Like, no, provide if you provide an explanation, like you know, I did this, it was my bad, da 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 da, and you give an explanation as to why it happened. Um, that's two, that's different. Yeah, I can yeah. accept that. Two, e- either one without, I'm sorry, is you yeah. can you can miss it. Go two ahead. things. I um I was reading something the other day and it was. How to apologize randomly, mm-hmm. and, then, and we just are you serious? Seriously, and I took a picture of it because I thought it was so dope. God, you 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 I'm, all right, fam? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it, says, oh my gosh. it says how to apologize, express sorrow, mm-hmm. and it says I'm sorry, own the guilt. I was wrong. Name the specific wrongs. I did X Y Z. Um, name the impact. I hurt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no ifs. No sorry if I. No, just apologize. Right. Don't blame. Dang, I do that too. It struck me. Do you do the, I'm sorry you took it this way. Look, 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 (laughs) I'll be quick to be, I'm sorry if this did this, this, and this. Check this out. Don't blame Chef or defend, but you did. Or because you did this or because you said I did. Oh, send that to me. I got you. Next. Oh, my God. No passive voice. Sorry, you were offended. Because when you that's, say that's sorry, me right you would have been, it's, it's like, you, you, you soft. T- you took it that way. Yeah, you, you, that's exactly you, what that makes me feel. You, especially when I know I'm apologizing just, just, just for a, hurt Just feelings. to appease you. Yeah, especially when I know. If you put me into a position where you just want me to say sorry just so you can hear sorry, you go, listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you so soft, man. <laughs> you might as well say, I'm sorry you are soft. Yeah. Uh, and after the last one is uh, make amends. What can I do to rectify the situation? How can I make this up to you? Hearing this, I don't think I've ever been apologized to. <laughs> and you know what's wild? Um, and, and I read this, like I said, recently. And um, I'm not sure if you're aware. But there's a group a group chat that I'm in. And and, and I'm, I'm, you know what? And I don't do this often. Shout out to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shout out. So I'm here for can it. I, can I pause Shout real out quick? to Jarrell. Can I just say this? Wow. <laughs> Shout out to me. And I'm, I'm going to explain you Everybody know Chris Randolph. Shout out to Chris Randolph. We love you, brother. Um, the other day in a group chat, he made a comment. And I commented after his comment. And what I said in my mind, and in every, and I don't, I don't use profanity. I don't say no disrespectful things in my mind. I said something to him, and he was offended by it. Mm-hmm. And when he, he texted, he said, I was offended by that. Everybody thought he was playing, but he was serious. And I didn't know he was serious until maybe a couple messages later. When I say I felt so bad. It, it was different. Like, in the past, I'm like, man, why are you tripping? That, in the past, that's how I would have reacted. But it made me feel so terrible. Like, I, I, I texted within the group and said, I would never let this happen again. And I reached out to him, and I apologized to him via text because I knew he was working. He, he's a, a personal trainer for those that don't know. And then I called him and apologized. And then I told and then, and I and I said, what can I do? And I offered to cook him dinner just mm-hmm. to apologize, to rectify the situation. And so it was like, and it was weird because... And, I, and when I called him, I said, look, man, I just want to apologize because I know it affected you. And he, he said um, he said he was offended, but he said it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with him and things that he had experienced. Mm-hmm. But even though you took offense to it because of something I said, it's my responsibility. And so um, he accepted my apology, except, you know, then or whenever. But um, it was just different because it made me feel a way. That's like when you know you, when you're sorry, like you feel a certain Like mm-hmm. I, had, I had plans that night. Like, not even real big plans because we're on COVID-19 lockdown. <laughs> but I had plans, and I was like, I'm not even going to go. Dang. I'm not, I couldn't even do it because I felt so bad that my friend, somebody yeah. that I love and care about, was hurt. And so I feel like when you when you truly are really sorry and apologetic, it affects you more than it affects that person mm-hmm. sometimes. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you good. know that you really hurt them. Yep. That's good. Even if, it, even if to 
anybody else, it was that big or that insignificant or that significant. To them, it hurt or affected them negatively. Yeah, and yeah. you want to immediately try to rectify that. I, I love that because um, I think I know I keep saying I got the cutoff spirit, but like I want y'all to understand, like I'm really big on like relational communication. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that like at the point where it's like that bad, like what you just said, like that's something I feel like should be normalized in mm-hmm. relationships, right? Like, and that's what he said. Yeah, it should it's because so you unnormal. should offer people like genuine apologies, especially yeah. people that you are like because people mess up. Nobody is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's big because I think um, you said something. You were talking about the. Um, Explanations, and I actually prefer an explanation with my apology. But that's because I'm an yeah, overthinker, and so if you don't exactly. tell me why you did, why you what you did, did I'm gonna I, feel I it. Yeah, and whatever yeah. I feel, like, I'm gonna believe it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's worse. Gonna than, be the truth. It's gonna be worse. <laughs> and it's probably gonna be worse than what actually happened. Way worse. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so for me, it, it's a part of the process, the, yeah. the forgiving process. Is I need to help me understand where you were coming from. Yeah, it's happened. You know, so yeah. I, so I appreciate. I don't appreciate when people. Like you said, do it in a way where like you cover it up. But and I think what you just said is beautiful. Like I think that should be normalized. You should apologize in that way. Um, to every, and then and then you should take note of okay, so this is a way in which this person is affected or needs to be loved. And like and you store that away. Like so, yeah. okay, I don't joke like this with this person. Right? Mm-hmm. Like um, I think if you love somebody, that's what you. That's what and you what do. was what was cool about it? Um, after when we were talking, he said, like I said, it, it, it had really nothing to do with me and what mm-hmm. I said, but how other people have made him feel because he knew my heart. Yeah. And um, he knew that uh, he had been through some things in his life with other people and family, things like that. And so that's where it stemmed from. And then he said, I apolo- He said I brought it up in the group chat saying that I was offended by it. He said, because I need practice in regards to saying it. And that's people. what I was just about to say is shout yeah, out to Christian yeah. because so many people can say, be holding I was in. offended by that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so much can be fixed if you say, hey, I didn't like that you said that. Hey, I was offended by that. Hey, when you, especially like that, now that's a pro that comes with me because because I am so direct. If, if I can handle that too. Otherwise, you're trauma stack. Yeah, yeah. Right. you'll come on. Hey, shout, shout, out shout, shout out to AG. Shout out to AG and the trauma stack. The big gift. The big gift. But, but yeah, like yeah. That's, that's huge too to be able to tell somebody when you need to, to verbalize that. You, like you know, like no, yeah, hey, huge. I was hurt by this. Yeah, and I'm flattened. And I and truthfully, I that's something I had to, I had to learn before I got uh, back into a relationship. Was like, as men, and I'm sure y'all can kind of like piggyback off of this. As men, we don't, we either don't do it naturally, or we're not taught to express when we're when we feel hurt. No, and and something just. We're taught mm. to cover up. We're taught to cover up. And or so, hurt them worse than they hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something, something, yeah, like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I ain't going to say nothing. What you doing? <laughs> we, sound like some, we sound like my daddy. No, it's okay, Trey. I got something. Oh, I got the it's okay, Just, Jean, just, man. just. just right. look, Whenever a woman says it's okay, it oh. is far it's from okay. It's not okay, bro. <laughs> like, like, it's not okay. But. Uh, well, my dad, you don't believe family grief. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I see. One of the craziest things I realized from going to therapy was. Nobody can ever. I was trying. Go ahead. Oh, I was like, no, 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 you good. No, um, nobody can know. Nobody can truly be intimate with you if you never see. If you never allow them to see you hurt. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like, yeah, that's... how can somebody know you for real if you never allow them to see you in pain? If you're always like, as and for me, I would always be like, oh, like I'll use the thing, uh, the excuse of, oh, I was raised to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. All of our skin is the same. Like it's it. It, it cut, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You bleed. Yeah, you, know, you bleed. So, <laughs> so like the thing was, I had to get to a point where it was like, okay, I can't over, I can't like just go too deep into the these offenses, mm-hmm. but I can't be in this place where I'm always like brushing stuff off, because the problem is like subconsciously it builds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so what I had to get to a place was okay, 
I have to start to learn how to allow people and in a way where like I can allow them to see me hurt but also express it in a productive manner because Mm -hmm. I I can let you see me hurt Uh but if I'm just constantly well you did this and you did that well then now I'm beating down on you Mm -hmm. and then you come to it then it's a place where that other person feels like well I can't never do nothing right right you know what I'm saying so like what it is is when I effectively allow you to see me hurt or feel pain or whatever these emotions now what it does is I allow you into my emotional process and how Mm -hmm. I work through them and what that does that creates a different level of intimacy because now there is no explanation needed when you're sorry because I've let you see it and we've worked through it together so now Now you you understand right and also I I feel very convicted by that that's so real because I think I struggle with that heavily like being able to say like um I think because I think the equivalent to that is saying that hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. and I, I literally that's a sentence I don't know how to get it to come out of my mouth. The, the closest yeah. I get is you tried me, like that's <laughs> you close, definitely tried. And me. even that's that. as close as I can get. Oh, to, like, oh so that's my how you feel. And, and, and even that you tried me is not a. It's not the same. It, it's, it's not why because it comes like come <laughs> back. Yeah, it's, it's aggressive. Nobody nobody says it like this. You tried me. No, it's nah. not. No, you, you tried, tried me. me. You tried me. You tried me. And I'm going to let you make it. <laughs> but I think that's real, like, because I, I, I struggle with that, like, being able to just say, like, hey, yeah. because I think people need to see that, like, because like you said with Christian, you didn't know that he was hurt. And I mm-hmm. think for me, and I can say that, like, I can see how this has played out, like, in a lot of my intimate relationships, like, with men specifically, where I just can't be, like, that hurt my feelings or like to show like sad emotion like to cry mm-hmm. or something like that I'd be like yeah. alright click and I don't know how to it's so hard I, mean, I don't know alright click I think we live in a society where we're first of all we're taught to mask our feelings I was yeah. just 100% get out of my brain are we talking about <laughs> I'm, I'm reading everybody yeah we're, we're, we're taught to not care we're taught like I was talking to somebody the other day like right now on social media with a lot of young kids you, they talk about death a lot like oh oh i want to die like they All say my friends I, are I, dead. yeah like mm-hmm. i want to die like we minimize so many things and we Dang. prioritize things that don't matter as a mm-hmm. joke um yeah as a joke yeah. like, that's so weird to me but we mask our feelings you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. we, we, we people would turn to drugs and turn to alcohol to mask our feelings even as little boys how many times did you fall over get hurt and like hey hey uh <laughs> hey boy get up hey boy get up to mask your feelings and little girls they're taught to, normally little girls are taught to express themselves in a in a very dominant way, and guys, you say how you feel, baby girl. Speak your mind. You know, do this, do that. Be strong. Do this, do this, that, and the other. But you watch TV, and all they're telling you is, "Don't care." Yeah. Walk away. I was gonna. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Very yes, young. You did. <laughs> that that offended him. I apologize. Yeah, that is a big thing. It, it is. A, you know what? Because statement. respect is has to be both ways. So I apologize if I offended you by cutting you off mid sentence. You know what, man. <laughs> You this didn't guy. offend me, but I appreciate your apology. Thank bro. you, brother. This guy. Are you done? No way. Are you finished? No, no, no. I wasn't me? like. I'm just saying. If you're done, please bird continue. Man. My bad, bird man, bro. No. <laughs> All three of y'all. All three of us. All three of us. But no. What, what I was. I'm about to sit behind. What I don't feel I, safe. Can I take a minute to say that I'm part? I pushed my cup away because Jarrell was like, people just mask their feelings with alcohol and drugs. So I was like, and Chris drank it. And Chris took it. I thought you would. Thought you would like get you some of this. Like, this is it. <laughs> thought you were cutting yourself off. <laughs> you cut off. Get out. <laughs> I thought you were cutting yourself off. I, look, Wynn took the shot, and Chris was like, block. Right? <laughs> block the shot like that, right? I'm saying, I was I'm like, this is only a corner. Why don't you give me this? Yeah, I, <laughs> this there's probably nothing in this. It was a little pink Moscato. That That's about it. like, ooh, alcohol. <laughs> it's only a corner, it's but I'm going to drink it, though. People, pink Moscato. You might as well chug that. Yeah, I will. I'm going to finish it now. Thank you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Masson, Ricky Masson. 
But what I was going to say that y'all have been triggering me was, um, it's been hearing it with the story that you told with, uh, with uh, Christian and what y'all said in response, especially from a male perspective, and that's where I'll speak from. Um, it's very, like you said, we're taught to mask it, right? Mask your emotions, mask when you're hurt, mask when people hurt you. Don't ever verbalize it. Um, that's better than trade ring. <laughs> <laughs> I cut it on silent. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Oh, that's what his phone does every time you get a text. Yeah. Are you serious? Gross. We cringy. conversation. It's yeah. so cringy. <laughs> but no, in reality, it's funny because the, the ability to do that, <laughs> bro, I'm going through like waves of like hot and cold. <laughs> I'm actually good. I'm actually good. That's right behind me. But no, the actual truth is the real maturity and strength comes from your ability to be vulnerable and does. express, yeah. oh, yeah. you hurt me for this reason. You yeah. hurt me for that reason. And we think we're being tough, we're being hard, we're being solid when we keep it inside and we maneuver on our own or we build up these walls so we don't feel like this again or mm -hmm. we tra start treating people the way we're being treated to because mm -hmm. we need an outlet. We're taking yeah. that energy in. It's got to go somewhere. If you don't give it to God and deal with it, you're gonna, it's going gonna to have to come out of you. So you start treating other people like you're being treated all for the sake of being strong. Yeah. And you're really being like Weak. the weakest version of yourself. And you know what's but what if that's not like the case? Like, because when I think about like, because I don't even think, because you said when I was saying, I said something and you said, you so you try to be so hard. And you said something like five uh -huh. minutes ago. And I, I really don't. Like, I actually try to be soft. But it's when like, so what do people do? Like, because I was raised. Like, I, was, I don't try to be like that. Like, that's. Like somebody last night got shot on my nana's porch, drove through her front door, shot in the eye, got wheeled off through the ambulance, and they went back and slept in the same house. So this isn't like I don't like. Wait, like, I'm sorry. What? Literally, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused by the science. Somebody, you live in the wire. Somebody <laughs> was driving. Somebody, I'm assuming that they had problems with, drove past them, shot them through the car. The bullet hit their eye. They drove through my nana's front yard, crashed into the front of her house, and then the police had to come and get them. And they slept in that same house. And so for a lot of people, it's not like, I don't like, like for me, I don't need, the hardness doesn't even trigger until I feel like I'm being, until, unless I feel like the softness. The hardness is a perception. It's, yeah. And like, so, it's, yeah. it definitely is a perception. Like, I don't think it's like, some people really don't try to be tough. It's more so mm -hmm. like, oh, you think I won't cut you off. <laughs> yeah. But and I'm not trying to be funny, but oh, like. you can. And, <laughs> and I don't think it's, and I don't think it's a matter of being quote unquote hard or yeah. soft. I think it's really just about honesty. Yeah. You were hurt. Express mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to always say, and anybody that knows me will know, I, I used to always say this. I used to always say, oh, yeah, I don't mind conflict. But I'm constantly running from emotional conflict. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you when I'm hurt. I'm not that's, telling that's you. Uncomfortable, I'm not bro. telling you. I'm Talking not telling emotions? you. I'm not telling you what I feel uncomfortable. Or I don't when even I, understand or, it. Or when you don't feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> what what you want to do without my emotions? <laughs> and so what I had to really realize is like I'm actually terrible at conflict because like the conflicts that like sit with me the longest are the mm -hmm. internal emotional ones, and I'm not addressing them. No. And so really, it's not about. And that's why I say it's really about like when you do that, it increases your vulnerability. And intimacy because what it's really about is it's honesty like if I really care like if me and Chris if Chris says something that hurts me and I just kind of brush it off if I really care about me and Chris's relationship one I'm not going to allow him to think 
that he can talk to me like that and mm-hmm. I'll still be good. Right. Not in a you not going to try me like that sense, but in a, in a more like I want you to know me more right. intimately. Yeah. I want you to know, like, when you say this, this hurts me, right? And so, like, when you do that, like, it's not about being hard or soft, but that's what society tells us. And I can identify with that because I grew up, I grew up in a family like that. We joke like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, we joke like nobody's business. True. I got joked out of being fat when I was younger. I'm not even like, like, I'm, like I'm, <laughs> I'm not even joking. My little brother Timothy, I love you to death, but you was a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> him, him, and my one of my longest friends, Brent, they used to kill me about like uh, they used to call me Honey Bun Man, <coughs> bruh. So when I was, a lot? bruh, yes. I hate him to this day because it's psychological. <laughs> I got trauma behind. I got honey trauma bun. behind honey buns. You should have trauma behind honey buns. Um, we gotta but, pray over that. But like, <laughs> but like, I can identify with that because like, I, I didn't go crying to mom or dad about that. Like, I sucked it no, up. You went in the weight room. You know, flexed up on them. I, I started running around the block. Yeah, I've tried to. Um, yeah. But but the same thing. But yeah. like, it's this idea that like, if I don't allow you to see me hurt, somehow this will bolster my perception. Of you, of me, in your eyes. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it gives people this false reality, this false sense of who you are, yeah. and then it gives them this license to talk to you any kind of way. Uh-huh. And now you're wondering why you're upset. Well, you're upset because you're not being honest with them about how they act and talk to you affects you truly. How can you be in a relationship with somebody if you don't allow them in that way? And when, I'm sorry. Go ahead. One liner. Go ahead. And what happens when you do that? Is that it comes out and you blow up? You blow up. I was going there. And the, oh, where are you? And the person <sighs> that so you, and the person that you are <laughs> upset with, you nine times out of ten, you're not even blowing up on them. No, it's somebody else. It's somebody else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> complete moment of transparency. Oh, we love um, them. So on Saturday, Friday, uh-huh. I met up with my pastor, who's also like a long time friend of mine for like twenty years. Um, met up with him and some, a couple other people um, at church. Like, it was just four of us. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting having a conversation. Now, Jarell is somebody who went through a whole lot as a youngster. And into adulthood, I carried all that with me because I had never addressed it, never talked about it, or anything like that. A lot of unforgiveness, a lot of anger. Unforgiveness can turn into anger. That's why it's very important to say what you need to say to people because Trey said you uh, you were giving a false reality to people, but you're really giving it to yourself. Both you're, you're, really, you're lying to yourself Both so much. True. So um, I held on to so many things. And looking back, like, my past, my pastor <laughs> was saying, like, man, I used to hate going out to eat in Jarrell. I've been kicked out of so many restaurants and establishments. I've had the police call to me so many times at establishments. What you be doing? I've been, had my picture taken at establishments like you could never come in this place again. He ordered his take medium well and they brought it rare. If that, <laughs> if, if that happened, like, and, it was and, and, this, and, this, and this is how this conversation came about. So on Friday, we met up, the four of us. I went and I was like, all right, I'll get some food for everybody. So I went and got food, brought it um, to the church, and they did not have all the food correct. And so Golden my trick is so, no, no, no. So that, that, like, shit. I used to take the slightest I used to take I used to take simple slights like that as the biggest form of disrespect. And my and my and my and my and my reaction back then was like if you was a man like you can get pushed or muffed or like cussed out, whatever. I said, Tension. And so so my pastor was talking to the, to the young ladies that were there and was like, Mike used to hate going out to eat with him. And they were like, Why? And like, cause we would go out to eat, and if somebody says something, and it's and it's them because I never dealt with unforgiveness and things like that from my past. I walked around with so much anger, so it was like if somebody said something or did something, I went to the highest degree. So, went to a restaurant once, and um, I'm sorry, this is it's terrible. So, with this restaurant, and 
um, that night, the waitress, she accidentally spilled some mustard on a friend of mine. He had on a throwback uh, Kobe Bryant jersey. Like, Not the throwback. A, a throwback uh, MLP. Uh, min, M- play, MLP? MLPS. Minneapolis. Minneapolis? Yeah. yeah. He had on Ooh, one of those jerseys. That's, that's, that's a $250. The powder blues? Powder blue. $250, $300 jersey. On his still with me, you know, you know know the one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think powder blue sounds the same color as a Tiffany bag. (laughs) I am deceased. So she like mustard. I don't know if y'all know mustard don't come out of nothing. Nah, bro. So she spilled mustard on her. I'm trying to figure out how she spilled mustard. That's what I was. She was coming. She was coming with a uh, with a. Oh, was it a ramekin? A what? Yes, it was a small. Like a a ramekin is a small bowl. Yeah, like a little dipping. Like a little for dipping. Yes. So she had like a couple of those on a plate for like dipping for like chicken turkey or something. Chris was looking around for translation like we were speaking in Spanish. Robert, I was like, did I say it? So check this out. So she brings it over. And when she brings it over, she drops it and it gets on his jersey. And so when it comes time to pick, like, and we joked about it. It wasn't a big deal to me. And so when she brought over the uh, the receipt, it was like, you know, uh, leave it. It's that tip. And I'm like, tip. Yeah, put tape on your hands so you don't spill mustard on nobody. Yeah, oh. <laughs> she she wasn't even at the table. You gotta do better. She, she wasn't even at the table. I was, but it was it was clearly a joke. Yeah. Right. Darrell was not trying to be offensive. Ooh. Darrell was just joking with the ten people at the table, including my pastor. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> so I look up and she's like maybe fifteen to twenty yards away, and she gives me the middle finger. <gasps> so Darrell, Jer- 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 take disrespect. Can you blame back her? Back then, Darrell did not take disrespect. So Jarrell, he didn't take it. Is he just gave it. Or this is a pass. This, this, this is a pass. This, this is a pass. Okay. Oh no, this ain't Jarrell. Okay. No. This ain't sanctified real. No. Well, he says with his pass, so I'm like, oh, this. No, no, no. Pastor knew him back in the yeah, in yeah, the old days. Yeah, pastor, pastor, Butler, Pastor Carl, thank you for not giving up on me, sir. But so I looked up and she gave him a middle finger, and I said, "This heifer gave me the middle finger." I said, "Just like I said, it just like that." I said, "This girl gave me the middle finger," and so I stood up. And I walked up to her to say something to her, like that, like yo, that's not cool. And I said, my pastor might have seen that. And so she ran to the back of the restaurant, and I followed her. Oh, I'm terrible. Oh no, what so is, I followed her. And what I, was wrong with you, bro? I, I I had so much anger and hate in my heart, from being honest, from from unforgiveness that I hadn't dealt with. Mm, so okay, makes um, sense. So, 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 so you're in the kitchen. I'm, I'm in the kitchen. The manager's <laughs> like, yo, you gotta go. So I go back and sit down at the table. He come over to the table, and I'm telling him what this young lady did. And at this point, I'm mad because you can just make me and everybody at this table. So I'm cussing him out. I'm calling him every name but his name. Mm-hmm. He called the police. The police come over and they he talking to me this that, and the other. I'm, I'm cussing him out. They just the next one to get. Yeah, it. you can get it too. And then there was this. <laughs> and, and then and so uh, boy. <laughs> so it was like it was like it was like manager. Now I got the flame, your boy. Uh, police officer. Now I got the flame, your boy. And then, and then what happened now was the there was flame, this uh, there was this guy that kept walking by that worked at the restaurant too, uh-huh. and I guess he got mad because his coworker friend was getting in trouble. So um, as, when he walked by like four or five times, and I said, and I told the cop, I, I was talking to him, I said, look, and this dude got one more time to walk by, and I'm going to slap him. He I'm just a, walked. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, bro, I'm going to slap Because he kept walking by making faces. I was like, bro, I'm going to slap him in this Bro, face, just bro. living. I said, bro, I, just I, existing. I, I said, Pick I said, a face bro. and stick with it. I, said, I, said, I, said, I was like, bro, I'm going to slap him in his face, man. And then the man, and then the cop was like, man, y'all got to go. And the, and the uh, manager was like, man, you, don't even worry about the meal. Y'all leave. And they was like, you can't come back in here. No and this is Real's guy to get a free meal at the restaurant. <laughs> man. Hey, and that's what and that's what and that's that's crazy. But that's what he, that's what my pastor said. He was like, I used to hate going out to eat with this dude back in the day, but free food. Free food. And so he was like, <laughs> don't get the kicked out. Like, they don't even want like, money. And that's, that's just the um, that's just the way of be sure just the truth. Like when you don't deal with things, mm-hmm. when you get the slightest form of disrespect, depending yeah. on who you are. Like that was me. Like it could be anything, and yeah. I would, like I would literally just snap y'all. Like I would snap to the point where it was like there'd be no coming back from. Like I had I had a, a female friend of mine telling me one time she was like yeah I, I just I was really scared to be around you. Wow. And mm. I was like 
I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, you know, that's who I was. And I, and I own that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Bible says, if you're going to uh, boast, boast in your weaknesses. I was tra- I, I was a terrorist. There, there, are probably places, there are places right now where my picture is hanging oh. up in places where I cannot go into. We're going to go have lunch in one of those places one day. And if, and if somebody looked down <laughs> at the... let Lord now. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. Take the brother... And so, and so, and so that's another thing. Too, Take like, the brother picture off the wall. Seriously, some strong glue. Like, some nail polish remover. They got him painted on there, bro. Like, there's a mural on me. I'm taking my keys. Real like this on the bench. <laughs> man, I've been carried out in clubs, man. I done told, I was at a club once, told a young lady, like, she had bumped into me. I'm dancing, having a good time. She bumps, like, oh, I just look back. It's a female, so I'm, I'm, it's a woman, I'm not going to say anything. I keep dancing, doing my thing. Boom, like, oh, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. bump me the third time. Well, excuse me, can you, you know, watch yourself? You know, you keep bumping the time. Watch your two step. You know, well, you know, watch your two step, mm-hmm. you know? And so I keep dancing, and then she bumped me again. I'm like, yo, like, you going to have to stop. And then the fifth time. Not not the fifth one. I turned around. I said, look, go get your man. <laughs> I can't even deal with you. I said, Whoever, whatever guy you came here with, go get him because he got to get it. I told straight up, like, go get your man. Wow. And I'm, thank you, Lord, for redemption. Thank you, Because I was, I was so wow. violent and ridiculous, y'all. Uh, well, yeah. thank so, you. F- wait, we got to just talk about the quality languages before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Write that up. Like, for me? Like, what is the lit? Like, now I'm like, do I need to pray? <laughs> but I, <laughs> I need to pray. There are but things I'm, I need to because, give. So I was always raised like, and my daddy was big on this. Like, do not, this, the essence of it is don't start none, won't be none. Right? Mm, but, but, the th- but the thought process is when you start something with somebody, you never know what capacity they're willing to go to. Like, you never yeah, know what mind frame yeah, they're in. Right. And so when the girl flicked you off. That's just a bold move. Yeah, like I'm a, wondering, like you can have a gun. You could literally shoot everybody at that restaurant in two, nowadays, based off that, based on how people be reacting. Because I, because I, I still live my life off of the listen. I assume everybody's. Don't even get started if you're not trying to go all the way down. That yeah. Street. Don't even turn down. This I was block. willing to walk to Africa. That's how, I was whatever extreme you wanted to take it to. That's where I was willing to go right. back then. Because I fit you with the police officers too. Because once I'm mad, I'm mad. Now I'm mad. So yeah. what you keep mm-hmm. walking past for? You already know what's going on. I'm, but I'm, I'm so glad that the Lord. Has I don't got so many physical altercations with police officers, man. It's ridiculous. Save that for another. That's, that's I really a used to. I really used to think I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Now listen to all of y'all. I realize I'm not. Yeah, good. I don't think I. I just think I don't bother nobody. I think that's my biggest thing. Anybody know me know I don't bother. I go nobody. out of the way to stay and out the way. And that be the thing that I. Mm-hmm. That be the first thing I say right before I snap. Did I bother somebody? I wouldn't bother. Nobody. <laughs> and, let me, and let me. And let me. And let me. <laughs> hey, look. We, we got the not. we got the black uh, black mom rhetorical question thing down. <laughs> did I Trey? Did I tell you to go outside? Because I don't. I don't. And, she, and then time. five Was minutes later. <laughs> Five minutes later, my mom in a whole full fledged conversation with herself. Because black moms do do that. Yeah, they and they be like, so when I said stop playing with me, you thought so you thought so I was game. They get their God in the garden. Or so, like, so, so the, you was naked. <laughs> <laughs> Who so told the, you you could go on, sir? So the last time your teacher called me and I told you not to ever call me again, you did you didn't think, think that he was greasy? That <laughs> was a joke. Didn't I tell you clean my kitchen? I'm your mama, right, Trey? It's because I don't fly off the handle. Like I'm not somebody that like got temper issues to fly off the handle. Lord you know what I'm saying? Like I don't let my temper get ahead of me. But I chew very much. I'll be like, all right, we go ahead and take top. If off. we get there, it's because you wanted us. I was down the street. I was. Hit us with some apology thank uh, you, language. Jesus. With, thank you, Jesus, for, for grace and transformation. man. Oh, Amen. Holly. Um, so mm-hmm. the five apology languages. Number one, mm-hmm. 
Is it? And I'm, I also want to clarify that I know I got some work to do, so I don't want nobody listening. We to all me. do. Like, Self-awareness is key. Listen, I just tell you that it's like number four, five on my list. So don't try me yet, cause I ain't got all of it yet. Hey, hey, look, don't wait, come for the queen. Wait till it get up there to number one, and I'll be probably in different spots. <laughs> more, more focus on that thing. <laughs> don't try. Some other things we got knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm with you as long as you're always working on it. Enough, <laughs> no, boy. I got my list. I can only do so much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, the five apology languages. So, the gist of this is essentially that the way that there are love languages, there are also languages that people need to be apologized to, right? Like, it's dope. because you, everybody can't just take a, dang, I'm sorry. For 2004. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for 2004. Yeah. I mean, we need 2012. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the five apology languages, and this is courtesy of a Facebook article I found. Thank you. Um, so Facebook. I'm not Shout out to It's on <laughs> Speak of a transformation, I heard she had a huge one. Who? Um, the Exo Nicole girl. I think because I think this used to be a um, like the shade room, like a gossip blog, and I think she like oh, found yeah. the Lord. And, Good for her. Yeah. That's just mm. toxic. Um, shout out to Exo Nicole. So, if that was really your testimony, I don't know if I just made it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, apology language. So the first one is ex- expressing regret. So the key to this apology language is to address the emotional damage that someone has experienced due to a wrongdoing. Expressing regret and remorse is an essential part of any apology, especially when feelings have been hurt. An example of this apology language is, "I'm sorry that I hurt you." Mm-hmm. Accepting responsibility is number two. This apology language requires an admission of responsibility from the person who committed the offense. Um, an example of this apology language is, I'm sorry that I yelled at you earlier. I was wrong. So that's accepting responsibility. Mm-hmm. Making restitution. So this one is sometimes expressing regret and taking responsibility isn't enough. In some instances, partners might refer to receive restitution. For someone whose apology language is making restitution, their partner would have to start with offering some sort of makeup process. Mm-hmm. So for example... Um, what can I do to make this up for you? Or if their love language is acts of service, one way that you could express love and restitution is to do something kind or mindful to your partner. You I.e., start washing the dishes before you start the I'm you, sorry. You listening, America? <laughs> Number three? Genuinely <laughs> repenting. I think this is probably God's apology language. Um, but depending on the severity of the transgression, a sincere apology requires that the person verbalizes their commitment to avoiding repeated behavior. So that is repentance. That's good. For mm-hmm. anybody, just side note from yeah. a Bible perspective, repentance, <clears throat> the difference between dead, my bad God, and like, God, I'm sorry. This was, I, I know why I need to stop doing this. I'm not, I'm going to turn away from this and go to turn away. Yeah. To turn away and go to Yep. Um, go forth and sin no more. True repentance. <laughs> True repentance takes an extra step towards change. And an example of this apology language is, I know that what I did was wrong. I will not do it again. And then requesting forgiveness is the last one. So sometimes people want to hear their partners ask for forgiveness. While this can be the most difficult element of an apology, for most people it can also be the most significant. That one is just... I like that. That's mm. good. That is good. Please. Yeah, please. Because I had I no idea there was you. different apology languages. Either, this is our that. sorry for <clears throat> 2004. <clears throat> And we ain't gonna mess up no more. Nope. Psych, no I'm gonna more. do it again tomorrow. <laughs> no more. And we'll, I'm gonna say sorry again. Article. Crystal put no the link for this article more. in the um, show notes for y'all. Show sure will. Man, I wish I didn't sing so good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna wrap it up on that because that was, that was solid. We learned. I learned today. I don't know if y'all learned. I learned today. Um, yeah, so. I, I, my prayer is that everybody hears this episode identify first of all if you're dealing with unforgiveness you gotta let that thing go baby come on let it go give it to God cause that's the only person who's literally equipped to handle whatever it is that you're trying to hold mm-hmm. you try to put it here's the thing I'm gonna end on this one 
If you try to put that into anything else, it will literally turn on you eventually. <laughs> if you are the type you hit the gym because you got offended, because you mad, upset, whatever, and that's your form of dealing with it instead of forgiving, guess what? It may seem positive, it may seem healthy, eventually it will turn toxic. <laughs> so anything outside of giving that pain that hurt to God is literally just doing you in. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate the squad coming through, lacing the lacing the table with knowledge as usual. Y'all almost didn't get all of us too. Huh? They almost didn't get all of us today. No, no, they don't. Brill, thank you for making it. No he, he he fought. He ran on thirty five. It was shut down. He put on his running shoes and got here somehow. I think that I think the, the angels of the Lord lifted him him here or something. I don't know. This was after he was in his robe and Durang on Facetime. He was and after he didn't tell us that we could have skipped. Yeah, he was like, "Y'all got it." <laughs> I was like, "But you can go." I had a relationship with everything. <laughs> Mom said I could stay home. Mom look sign my mom. <laughs> Boy, Fred in the control center. Appreciate you, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you holding it down on the ops. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, appreciate you pulled up, breaking bread, getting fed. Uh, Ty Ca- squad cast signing off. Holler back from the cast. We love you. Yer. Peace. You heard me. <laughs> Y'all thought we was playing. Y'all thought this was for play play, huh? Nah, 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 this is serious business. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado. Full believers, they're spitting truth up in the stew. Okay. Each with different flavors, you can savor, you can chew. Talking life, love, and Christ, just to name a few. Grab a seat at the table, we got a bowl that's just for you. Okay. Trey, stay whipping up the work in the kitchen. And whip, we can't keep up with the heat The she be dishing and hype. He had the sight, he was blessed with the vision. And me, I'm in the back, I'll be handling the dishes. I hope you don't mind if I speed it up. Okay. Stay at the beat as I beat it up. Serving it cold, you can heat it up. The food is good, you should eat it up. Thank the Lord. For redeeming us, for the four of us teaming up. Lifestyle was dirty, he cleaned it up. Gave us a voice, now we speaking up. Ah, told y'all, and that's light work. That's I had to I had to contain him from giving y'all more. That's light work. Stay tuned.